Hello everyone. This is Supreet Kaur. I'm your host for Reinventing Me podcast. Today we have an amazing uh amazing guest over here with me, uh Lauren from Intuitive One. And I'm so excited for this conversation because there's so many questions that I personally needed answered and I am so excited to be with someone who has so much knowledge about it so yeah uh let's see how it goes again we are um we will be talking about intuition and uh just how to access it how to um learn to be better at it i guess and use it more in our lives um <clears throat> so before we begin um i would let lauren introduce herself a little bit on her background expertise and things like that dimensions any dimension i can dip into and like experience love within i'm down for it (laughs) that is actually great yeah no i love people who are into a bunch of different things um yeah just always trying to learn uh new subjects so it's always fun to have conversations with people like that um yeah thank you so much for introducing yourself and so you mentioned you have your master's and how long did you practice for uh, before you transitioned into more of the online business and more into the spiritual part of it yeah so good question um my before coming becoming a therapist I worked in a psychiatric hospital And, um, that experience was really transformative for me. I had my bachelor's degree at that time. Um, and I was working as a nurse aide and this was 2018. And so I was with the clients, this was a locked down facility and I was working with the clients all of the time. I was with them 24 seven and I just loved it. And I worked primarily with psychosis and individuals who are experiencing mania and um those types of disorders and i i quickly realized that i just really wanted to advocate a lot of these individuals were living on the streets and just had a very invisible identity within the society uh and culture that i live in and i just really wanted to be a beacon of light in that way so i decided to go back to school as i was in school um, COVID happened and right as COVID was happening, like right as the school was like, we're about to shut down. I was with a client and, um, yeah, I'll never forget. I was with a client and he had finished, we did anger management and it was the last session and they were like, you got to end it. We got to go. And I was just like, no, I have to write this letter for this guy saying he got through it. 
And then the shutdown happened. And so I actually had my internship. I had a, I had a lot of the experience that I needed at the end of my schooling online, actually. Um, so I was seeing clients online and we ended up going into community mental health, working in that field for a bit, worked in private practice and then opened up my own private practice. So currently right now I am seeing some clients. Um, I don't have a huge caseload right now, um, but I do see clients. I'm not taking new clients right now, just <clears throat> <laughs> but but yeah, I'm still seeing clients. I'm seeing them online and it's still just as effective as it can be in person. Um yeah. Okay, that sounds great. Yeah, no, I'm um I can totally relate to the fact how your plans um how people's plans changed uh after that COVID thing suddenly just you know, appeared like nobody was prepared for it, even even though we knew that there was like something like COVID going around, but we could have never expected what actually ended up happening. And even for me, that did change the educational plans very last minute. I was going to go through with my four years degree. Um, but as soon as that hit, uh, COVID hit, I realized the I wasn't feeling efficient at all. It was so unproductive for me. So I ended up taking a gap year and then going back to college. So yeah, yeah. I, I I was never the kind of person who would take a gap year. But the circumstances were so different that I realized that that's something that's working for me. But yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. COVID was... Um, it was great. COVID was very interesting. <laughs> yeah. It was interesting, man. <laughs> it was interesting. I don't know what to say. Okay. <laughs> Okay, uh, let's dive into our today's topic. So I generally, what I try to do is split the conversation into three major questions. Um, so let's start with the first question. Um, <clears throat> part of it, we have already covered your background, um, but let's talk about how uh, you started on your spiritual journey and uh, your expertise in, um, or like the subjects you really got into your and your expertise in that field currently that people can, um, um, yeah, talk to you about things and yeah. consult you about. Yeah, so <clears throat> I would say my spiritual journey has been the majority of my life. Um, there's been a lot of ups, downs, do I believe in this? Do I believe in that? Um, understanding, you know, I, growing up, I was, I had a predominantly Catholic background, Christian background. Um, I experienced a lot of childhood trauma and we were, it was not like my family would go to church all the time. It wasn't, it wasn't like that. But um, when I went to college at that point, that was when I was kind of like, oh, I can like figure things out for myself. And so I started learning about Buddhism and Hinduism. And then, you know, I completely just kind of went away from that. And then I went to Christianity and just all of the like ups, downs, the questions, the, all of that has been a, a huge aspect of my life. Um, and then in 2021, that was when my awakening started. Um, I was sitting in a sauna and I got a call <laughs> to prepare for a move and the call was not on telephone. Uh, it was very much like the yep. spirit just came to me and said, prepare for a move. 
And so, of course, initially I was like, where am I going? Like, I got to search this out. You know, just like, what does this mean? Mm -hmm. And really, it just meant prepare yourself. So I, you know, mind, body, spirit prepared, obtained a lot of certifications, a lot of, you know, went through yoga teacher training. And um, after receiving that call shortly after, I experienced a dark night of the soul. And I would say with that, and knowing what I know about trauma, it was different in a way of all of the aspects of me came up. All of the the me, the versions of me that I've ever been, they all came to the surface and was like, what are we doing here? <laughs> like, what are we doing? And it created such a space for the spirit to come in and to experience frequencies of energy that I never had. And it was such an opportunity to look at my life and say, okay, what am I doing? And what do I want to be doing? <laughs> and throughout all of that, I connected deeper to myself, integrated more healthy experiences. And as I was doing that, my frequencies increased. And I really became connected with the spirit. I, I, um, sound healing was one. I've had visions. I've, I've seen things. I've obtained different messages, my psychic abilities. Now I have clarity on them. And I think that all has something to do with coming back to myself. And that is what my awakening has really shown me. And at this point, my relationship with God, the universe, all of that is not in a religious sense at all. It's more of a relationship and it's more of a deep connection to the life source. I also think going to India was very helpful. I India just cracked me open that um, I went to India and last year, actually, it was total manifestation, had no idea how it was going to work, but I just knew I needed to go. I got this invite, didn't really know the people that were there that were going on the trip. But the minute I got this invite, I came home and I just started crying. And I was, I think I'm supposed to go to India. I, I think, I think I'm supposed to do this. <laughs> and when I went, it was just like, India taught me so many things and just so many things. Everything that you learn about yoga and meditation, all of that India allowed me to put all of that to practice. Um, and yeah, it's just been a constant intertwining with the energy of the universe and the energy of opening my mind to an expanded perspective of love and what is possible. And along the way, it's just been amazing. It's not always easy, you know, like some things like really are very hard. But when you like learn to understand that those hardships are a part of the ride, yeah, it's worth it. Yeah. That, I don't know if that answered your question. I hope that, that <laughs> totally did. No, that actually totally did. Yes. Yeah. No, that is incredible. And I'm so happy that your trip to India was actually productive and usually found it helpful. <clears throat> Yeah. India was, again, not always easy. Not always easy. Absolutely. Not always yeah. easy. But yeah. I, but I feel some like, of the moments yeah. that I had in India, I, I cannot even explain. I, you know, yeah. we went to the Taj Mahal, the feeling and the vibrations of the Taj Mahal. I didn't even know the story of it. Oh, okay. And I couldn't stop thinking about love. And I just like, 
outpouring. It was just such a release. And yeah, just that whole experience well, completely cracked me open and sent me back to the United States. And I was like, wow. What, a, what is this? Not okay. the same person anymore. Oh, oh, not at all. Yeah. That is beautiful. And that genuinely is. I can't say if I've had a profound experience like that, uh, but I definitely have sm- had smaller moments like that. And I know when I would have that major step, I would know now because I have learned to trust that intuition. Uh, actually, that leads to my follow up question. Has intuition and just following your inner guidance been something that's very natural to you or something that you had to learn? and um, maybe just uh, learn to trust or like how your journey was figuring that out more natural more of something that you had to learn or experience more and maybe had some negative experiences or something like that yeah I would say with my intuition it's always been there and intuition I would define intuition as the underlying essence of consciousness so consciousness being total awareness without judgment, without attachment, just awareness of the present moment. And within that is this intuitive essence of knowledge and understanding that surpasses the rational mind. And for me, it's all, it's always been there. It's, it's ever present. But I think one big thing for me was is trusting and accepting that it exists. And there was a lot of reprogramming and re-learning that for myself without needing the influence or input of the acceptance from other people. Like I kind of really had to break out of what other people said was possible, what other people were like, oh, that's, that's wild or what, you know, like, no, it's real and it's a part of my story. And it has now led me literally to these most amazing, beautiful experiences. And at the end of the day, like with it being that underlying essence within us, that knowledge source, it's, it just exists in its truest form. Just it's, it's unbelievable, but it is believable. I had to, I literally had to relearn that. I had to stop saying this is unbelievable because as I was saying that it was just like keeping me at a barrier. So that was even a part of it. Um, But relearning for myself, the acceptance of no, this is real. This is true. This is me. And it's a part of me. And I have this magical essence within me that knows. Mm -hmm. And the more I connect to it, the more I'm living life really, like the more I feel so aligned with the energy of the universe and a, a part of it that it just, why spend your time on this planet doing anything but living life, you know? Right. Absolutely. Yeah, no, I do I can relate to that unlearning process, that deconditioning process. Because intuition yeah. was always there. It no matter how much I ignore it, it will always stay there. Um, but for me it was really learning. I never acknowledged it for the longest time. And now it's such an effortless and such an important part of everything that I do that I cannot, I can almost not imagine my life without it before. It's like, what what the fuck was I doing? (laughs) 
<laughs> yeah, I was like, how did I make decisions? Honestly, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That that that's incredible. Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so uh, you did explain what intuition is a little bit. Um, yeah. How does it work? Like, if you were to explain it to someone who's completely new, hasn't really and uh, felt it or experienced it, um, because once you do that, I think there's no need for explanation anymore at that point. Um, yeah, but for someone who is trying to get into this and really trying to explore that part of themselves and their journey, um, how would you what, how would you describe it, and how would you um, help them identify it, I guess, and nurture it or whatever. Yeah. So I would say it's important to know that intuition is surpasses all logical understanding and knowledge. And the majority of the time, I would at least say in the within the United States at least, um we function very hyper analytically. We conceptualize things. We have to have this outline of what things are so that we have understanding of them. Intuition ex- exists in that space, but is deeply, it, it exists in that space and also it exists beyond that space. And so if you're new to intuition, Intuition can't be developed, but it can be discovered by peeling back the layers. When you peel back the layers, you get to this deep inner knowing that is beyond what your cognitive brain could even function, could even develop. Um, There are some cultures that believe intuition, specifically the third eye, which is um, if you think about the spine, uh, the third, there's energy portals around, uh, within the spine and there's one energy portal that is highly concentrated in this intuitive essence. And some cultures believe this to be the third eye or like the eye of God. This is where spiritual transcendence can take place. And of course, thinking about like neuroscience if you want to get super analytical a lot of these cultures believe the pineal gland in the brain is this space where it is the eye of god or the spiritual transcendence intuition being inner knowing inner inner wisdom being able to see have that clarity and that perspective that is beyond what we can see if that makes sense and the pineal gland takes in light. Our eyes take in light. And when we think of light, light is electromagnetic radiation. Okay, so our eyes take in this light. And there are some things that happen in the brain, but eventually this pineal gland gets activated if there's not a light, if there's not a lot of light coming in. And it'll send this thing called melatonin that tells your body to okay we need to reset let's go to sleep with that light is so important in a metaphorical sense but also i believe in a very scientific sense related to intuition 
and related to this space, at least within our body. Intuition is accessible everywhere, but there are highly concentrated places, and this place is highly concentrated. So if we're not taking in a lot of light, then this part of the the brain gets activated. But what happens if we're in a deep meditation or we're deep breathing? If you are having this spiritual transcendence, if you're you're the eye of God within you is very, very open. It's highly activated, but it's not telling your body to shut down. It's not telling your body, let's sleep. It's saying, we're really awake right now. How can that be? Light. It's light. So when we're like, and I'm probably going really deep with this, but when we're, we're very highly connected to our internal light, that activates this relationship with our intuition. And so if you are very disconnected with yourself, if you feel a disconnection with your mind and body, if you feel a disconnection between what your thoughts are doing and what your body is doing, if you are highly analytical and you're not sensing into your emotions or sensing into what's going on with your body, that's going to directly impact your ability to connect to your intuitive essence and to your intuitive relationship. And I say that it's not development as something that we have to formulate and create. It's already something within us. We just strengthen that bond by coming back to ourselves. And noticing the light within, noticing our relationship to light and the frequency of what's around us. Um, yeah, I, I can go so, so much. So you got to cut me off at some point. <laughs> Keep going. No, really, but that was incredible, Lauren. That was really detailed and one of the most detailed answers that I've heard so far about intuition and the whole um, nervous system side of it as well Um, because I feel like a lot of people also want that scientific evidence even if um, even if you're talking about something that's more spiritually inclined uh, stuff it's nicer to have that kind of backup sometimes because when you're trying to transition from that mindset of science and logic and you're trying to find your find your space in that spiritual world sometimes it's easier when you have explanation of certain things initially and once you transition into spiritual world you feel like you don't really need those explanations anymore but I feel like that transition time even for myself it was like I need some sort of scientific explanation for it I need some sort of reasoning for it initially and then I realized it's generally just my ego mind wanting some sort of validation um but yeah no it's it's incredible uh all this knowledge that you have and um thanks for explaining that in detail so much and again the second point was like you talked about connecting with your body and like really listening to your body that's really important part of intuition uh so through my brand as well that's what i'm trying to do i'm trying to help people realize um the connection between their emotions their um mental conflicts emotional conflicts and the chronic diseases so even that come down comes down to how aware you are 
how connected you are to your body. So if you're not listening to your body on a daily basis, there's no way you will be able to really decipher the messages and actually be able to find a resolution and move on from it. Um, so yeah, again, I'm such such a uh, strong proponent and supporter of the fact that you really need to start connecting to your body on a daily basis, like really, really uh, start listening to it. Um, yeah, so it was such a uh, layman understanding of body that it was just an external, it, it, like an extremity to our brain. It has nothing, uh, it doesn't have like a mind or um, a wisdom on its own. That's what we used to think. And I did too, because studying biology and all that stuff, that's how you, um, that's how you're taught. That's what you're taught. And once you realize that your subconscious mind actually resides in your body in a way, and when your body is talking to you, it's actually your subconscious mind giving you messaging and all that stuff, uh, you realize your body has such a profound knowledge, profound wisdom to it that you can't, you, you really cannot logic your way to it. That's yeah. never possible. Yeah. yeah, 100%. Yeah, something too with that kind of talking about the nervous system and and the body holding wisdom intuitive wisdom um our prefrontal cortex is the only thing that recognizes time space space being like spatial differentiation time the element of time language the rest of our brain and the rest of our nervous system does not Wow. And so when you think about that, the rest of our being is existing with the universe that does not recognize time. It does not recognize space. We are not separate from it. We are one. And our egoic minds have understood life in a way that is separate, but we are not at all separate. We are one. If anything, if there is any separation, it's it's the egoic minds. But there is a reason why we have it. There's a reason why we have this analytical part of us. And the majority of, there are select few other mammals and animals on this planet that has a prefrontal cortex, but they're not at all developed like ours. <laughs> that keeps us, that keeps us standing apart from that. And I think with that, we have a responsibility to speak on behalf of our connection to all that is. That's true. That's true. And you know how interesting it is that the prefrontal cortex or the cerebral cortex is the most recently evolved part of our brain. Yes. So yeah. that's what came through very later in the evolution. Um, mm -hmm. The original parts, the cerebellum, um, where the pineal gland is, all those parts of the brain were what the original brain used to be. And this is the more recent one. That's what we have developed into. I wonder there is a connection to it on how, like, you know, how we have evolved into kind of develop a logic that falsifies or makes us believe that intuition and all that inner understanding is not as important. Um, but yeah, that that's, thanks for sharing that. Yeah, that's such an interesting fact. Um, yeah. Next thing I would ask you too is, um, do you have any stories that you would like to share that were like really inspiring that um, when you followed through with your intuition even when you didn't know how to trust it that much we did go through it go through with it anyways and um yeah and that was a leap of faith and that ended up being one of the 
big decisions. Like I know you shared about your trip to India and how you were inspired to it, inspired for it. And yeah, um, I think the I personally feel like I had the best learning about any new topic when I learn about case studies or like when I hear people talk about their experiences rather than just like uh, theoretical knowledge, even though that's important in itself as well. Um, but I feel like when you have examples and you have stories about of real people experiencing that, you learn more from it. So I would love if you can share a couple of them or at least one or two of them uh, that were a part of your journey. <clears throat> yeah. um, so just one thing that I don't want to forget to mention as well yeah. uh, about listening to the body. If you do have hesitation or avoidance or you're fearful of listening to your body, I would work with that. So any resistance that you have to connecting to yourself, I would work with that. That's just something that came to my mind earlier because I think sometimes it can be really challenging to connect to your body. And if you want to <laughs> avoid something or be tore it away, it's, it's, yeah. it can be a block. So yeah, anybody no. listening, I would highly encourage that. That would totally make sense. Um, uh, even initially when I started doing the somatic exercising exercises, I really needed a help. So I was working with a therapist and that was the only way for me to get through to uh, understanding it. And now I'm able to do it myself. But there was no way I would probably have learned myself because I was like so strongly conditioned and like so strongly blocked. Um, yeah, thanks for pointing that out. That's a really important fact. <clears throat> okay. And all Okay, so yeah, so fill in the tea on intuition. Yes. Uh, okay, so <laughs> it's we love the tea. <laughs> um. Okay, so when I got my call to prepare for a move, you know, of course, my egoic mind was like, "I got to find out where I'm going." You know, like <clears throat> doing all the things that the call didn't tell me to do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so when I finally sank into myself and was like, okay, I just need to prepare. How do I prepare? I come back home to myself. So I started incorporating more healthy, uh, routines and, you know, I, at that point I was looking at the synchronies. I had a lot of synchronies, boom, boom, boom. There's angel numbers everywhere. I'm, I'm talking to people. They're talking to me about what I was just thinking, I'm talking to them about things that they were just thinking. These synchronies started happening at the, <laughs> at the start. Um, and I knew that this like spiritual pattern recognition that I was starting to see very clearly was very foundational in that um, inner wisdom and knowledge. It was almost like so I don't even know how to explain it, but like the, the pattern recognition was the container of understanding the internal essence of it. And I think that that really is very normal for a lot of people on, on their spiritual paths at the start, mm -hmm. I guess, but especially with intuition. But anyway, so yeah, I was preparing and it led me to doing things that I typically wouldn't have done so one of them being i went to a, a yoga class at a new studio at a studio i'd never been to before didn't know anybody it was this women's event and so i show up with you know my yoga clothes and my mat and 
I go into this room and it's just like a candlelit dinner with like a, a chef and all of these women are like look really nice and I'm just like okay we are here good okay I have no idea what this is about to be about and it was all about intuition and um it was about reiki and energy and symbols and just <clears throat> i was so there for it but if i wouldn't have led if i wouldn't have listened to my inner guidance i wouldn't have been led there then afterwards there was a sound healing class like a sound healing session and i was like well i might as well stay for this like i don't know what's going on but i don't have anything else planned and i think i should stay for this and I had never been to a sound healing bath, sound bath before. Okay. And I was laying there and um, at the start, and this is how it started. I had my eyes closed and all of a sudden I saw a bunch of white feathers, like kind of like clouding my vision. And I'm just like, okay. <laughs> you know, like sometimes you just gotta, okay, this is happening. Okay. <laughs> and I the white feathers just go out of my vision and it's just this solid light and the sound's going and I'm like here we are <laughs> these voices come to me that's, that are just you are one of us, you are protected, you're safe you're okay and this was around the time of the start of my awakening I also had this dark night of the soul where I had to relearn safety and all of that stuff and so I'm laying there and I'm just starting to cry. And it's like, it's not even like maybe seven minutes, eight minutes in. And I'm just like, this is what this is about. Okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> throughout, like, honestly, ever since that, I would say, I'm just like, okay, I'm here for the ride. Like I am, this is magical. This is amazing. I know I'm grounded. So one thing with intuition is the clearest, the clearest understanding of your intu intuition will come if you're grounded. If you're not grounded, it could take you places that your egoic mind wants to like make mm -hmm. sense of. So it's really important to be grounded. But I was grounded and I was just like, this is amazing. Like, this is what life is. Let me just keep experiencing this and being vulnerable and open in a, in a way that is healthy and grounded. And um, yeah, I mean, it led me to India. I didn't have the money to pay for India. It came. It just, the need was there and it came. Um, wow. Amazingly, by a bonus that I had no idea. That was just no idea. That was not planned in my brain um yeah and so i've been led to a lot of places and people and i've really had that curious mindset i think that pairs really well with intuition is having an open and curious mind and knowing <clears throat> that where you're being led to or who you're speaking to every single person and everything single thing has intuition within it and we just have to be observant and aware of when it's presenting itself in highly concentrated places. Um, and as I've continued to sharpen that tool, my toolbox, my life has completely transformed. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. Amazing. That's such an amazing story. Every single part of it. 
Um, I don't even think I would be able to understand the story if I was in that two year ago version of myself, because there's like so much in it that you need to experience to really understand what you're trying to say. And now that I have, I can completely, um, yeah, kind of relate to it. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Um, that's, yeah, no, that was actually beautiful. Okay, so um, my next question would be, what would you recommend to someone who is completely a beginner or starting out? What's one thing they can do uh, starting today as soon as they're and um, finish this podcast without needing any extra knowledge or anything like that? What's one thing that they can start practicing today to start their journey towards um, being aware of their intuition and connecting more with it, more with their body? <clears throat> what's one thing they can start doing? The one simplest tool that we all have is our breath. Mm-hmm. And relearning your breath might be helpful. So when we take a deep breath and we expand our lungs, what happens is our vagus nerve gets kind of massaged a little bit. And our vagus nerve it does so much and it ha- is so impactful with the nervous system. Something with it, a key player to discovering your intuition more is sensing into the felt experience of the universe, which is relaxed, which doesn't observe time. It doesn't observe, you know, it's not frantically worried about the next thing. It just exists. And so the more that we can sink in deeper to that, the more we're able to connect to it deeper. And our breath is so important. It can relax our nervous system. And the more that we do it, the more that we can sink into the felt experience of the universe, which is where the intuition is always accessible. So I would say taking deep breaths, belly breaths, um, that's the simplest and easiest way I would say to start your intuitive, uh, journey with yourself awesome yeah yeah now, there's so many answers to in breathing if you can just start to become grounded in your breathing and be observant of it there's so many answers that will just come to you yeah yeah now, that's that's such an amazing thing um thanks for sharing that um <clears throat> so um do you want to talk about how people can connect with you and uh, how they can work with you if they are? Um, yeah, if they like, I'm sure a lot of people would be inspired to work with you after listening to this podcast, given so much information you have, the expertise in your field. But what are the ways for them to connect with you? And what would you recommend? Which ones would you recommend? Um, so if you want to continue diving deeper into the journey of the unconscious, Um, with me Um, I do have a podcast and I'm on YouTube Um, podcast is called intuitive one Um, I'll link them all below uh, in the description so you will have them there yeah so yeah so we go quite deep we don't stay at the surface the majority of the time absolutely love that that's a that's that's exactly what we want to hear yeah and it's not going to um, be easy. It's not going to be easy, but no, not the comfortable. Um, yeah. I am working on, I would like to build a community with this. 
And so I do have, um, I'm starting with Substack. So if you are into writing and reading, you can follow me on there. Um, I do have spiritual, psychic, intuitive consultations. So if you're not really trying to have like a mentor helping you connect deeper to your intuition, and you're just kind of like, give me your understanding of what's going on, that's available. Um, and that's, I utilize astrology and the Akashic record and, um, yeah, different divination tools as well as my own assessments based on just my eclectic experience with that. And then, um, I also provide spiritual mentorship. So if you are really just wanting to live more intuitively in your highest frequency and trusting your intuition more and just needing, I apologize with my cat, but needing or wanting, you know, a guide and a mentor to help you. I'm available with that. Awesome. Yeah. I think all the other links are. Yeah. I'll add them all. all. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, that is just perfect. Thank you for sharing that. And I really, really want to thank you for joining me today. It was such an interesting conversation and I generally learned so much. And um, yeah, thank you so much for joining me. I know uh, you did take out um, certain time in your day and just to talk to me. That was really great. Thank you so much. And I would, um, yeah, I, um, so yeah, just have an amazing week. I will connect with you shortly. And yeah, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah, no problem.